Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. With the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Ohio Silver, the Lone Ranger. His faithful Indian companion Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come Silver, let's go, big fellow. Silver, Joe Young sat on the bunk in his cell in territorial prison, waiting for the guard to unlock the door and take him to the warden's office. The day he had long waited for, the day of his release, had arrived at last. Five years behind bars had seemed like an eternity to Joe. He was still young, only 27. But the prison pallor and the expression in his eyes made him seem older. Joe sat with his head in his hands, thinking of that time five years ago when he had stood with all eyes upon him and listened to the judge sentence him to prison. He had never forgotten that moment. He had lived through it many times in his sleep, even as he was living through it once more at the moment of his release. The entire scene was still clear in his mind. Now, quiet down. Quiet down or I'll have you all run out of this air court. Joe Young... You heard the testimony against you, and you haven't been able to disprove it. If you've got anything else to say before I pass sentence on you, then get up and say it now. The testimony you heard was a pack of lies. 
I didn't do it, and they know it. It's a frame-up. That's what it is. I swear I didn't do it. Now, now getting excited isn't going to help any. If that's all you got to say, Joe, then I'd better get this over with right now. I sentence you to five years in territorial prison. No! No, you can't! I didn't do it, I tell you! I'll get even with Frank Warren for this. He framed me and I'll get him for it. When I get out, I'll hunt him down if it takes the rest of my life. Quiet now! Quiet! Frank Warren. I'll find him now. I've waited five long years for this chance. Well, Young, I guess this is it. I'll take you to the warden now. Here's Young, sir. Oh, good. Come on in, Joe. Thanks. Wait outside, guys. Yes, sir. Joe. I'd rather stand. I didn't come to visit, Warden. Just as you like. I wanted to have a word with you before you left here, Joe. Well, I'm listening. Joe, when you first came here, you swore you were innocent, that you'd been framed, that you were going to get even when you left here. Look, Warden, I've done my time. Now I'm free again. What I do from now on is my own business, not yours. It's your business until you do something that might bring you back here, Joe. And maybe bring you back here to hang. Why should you be interested? Have you ever been accused of something you didn't do? Have you ever been framed for something with no way to prove you were framed? Yes, Joe, I was. You, you were? That's right. Once I was a deputy sheriff in Pico's. I was framed for robbery. But thanks to a friend of mine, evidence was found to prove I was framed. I'd have gone to prison if it hadn't been for him. You were lucky then. Joe, I've come to believe your story, and because of that, I want to help you. Help me? It's too late for that. I've already served my time here, and I'm going to get... I hate to see you go out of here in that state of mind, Joe. I'll tell you what. I'll make you a proposition. What sort of proposition? Well, I took the liberty of contacting the man who befriended me in Pecos a few years ago. He's uh, sent an Indian with an extra horse. The Indian is waiting outside now. Wait a minute. If you now think let I'm... Let me the... finish, Your. If you'll go with this Indian and talk to the friend I spoke of, you can keep that horse... There's something funny about this. I don't savvy. No, Joe. There's nothing strange about it. I've watched you closely during the past five years. I've decided to believe your story. And I want to help you do what's right and best for you. Maybe you're trying to do what's right and best for Frank Warren. I'm not a friend of Frank Warren's, Joe. But I do know Mary Lou Connor's father. Mary Lou Connor's She's probably married to Warren by this time. No, she isn't. I saw Mr. Connors less than a year ago. Mary Lou wasn't married then. But she turned against me with the rest. And all the time I've been here, she hasn't sent even one letter. I don't know about that, of course. Frank Warren was sore because she was going around with me. 
Her mother wanted her to marry him because he was the express agent and was making a good salary. But she didn't marry him. What about the proposition I made, Joe? Will you go with the Indian? Ah, uh, uh, what have I got to lose? I'll need a good horse. But I warn you, Warden. Talking to your friend won't have any effect on what I intend to do. I'm going to find Frank Warren and kill him on sight. A short time later, Tonto, Indian companion to the Lone Ranger, watched as a guard opened the big gates and let Joe Young through. So long, Joe. So long. You, the Indian that's waiting for me? You, Joe Young? That's right. Well, you, man, me wait for. Me bring horse. Thanks. I can use a nice-looking bronc like that. Well, you mount up. Come with me. Where are we going? Uh, me take you to camp of friend. Him talk to you. <laughs> well, if I get this horse just for talking to your friend like the warden says, I'll go along with well, you. Well, you come talk, you get horse to keep. All right. It's a deal. Get him up, Scout. Get up there. Tonto and Joe Young rode for about two hours. Finally, in the hills outside of the little town of Leeton, they arrived at the camp Tonto shared with the Lone Ranger. Oh, Scout. Oh, 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 oh. Well, Joe. What? Glad to see you. Masked man. This is a trick. Easy, Joe, easy. I'm not an outlaw. I hope to be your friend. But that mask, why do you Let's wear it? Let's forget the mask and discuss your situation. Huh? Listen, the warden said if I came here and listened to what you had to say, I could keep that bronc. That's the only reason I came. After you've had your say, Let's I'll get... go over there and sit down, will you? Well, all right. You take care of horses, Kimasabi. All right, Tonto. Here we are. Sit down, Joe. Well, I'm sitting down. I know how bitter you feel, Joe. Five years behind prison bars would make you feel that way. Especially when you did nothing to deserve such punishment. And you think I was framed? Yes, I do. But before I say any more, Joe, I'd like you to tell me what actually happened five years ago. Well... I was an express clerk under Frank Warren. Yes? He was in charge of the express office. I know. He still is. Go on. I was going with Mary Lou Connors. Her mother didn't want her to go with me. She preferred to have Mary Lou go with Frank Warren, figuring he was the one to marry since he was making a good salary. I see. Frank and I both asked Mary Lou to the big rodeo dance in Leeton. She turned Frank down and went with me. During the evening, while someone else was dancing with Mary Lou... I stepped outside for smoke. Hi there, Joe. Getting a little air? Oh, hello, Frank. I just stepped out for smoke. Uh, say, I hope there's no hard feelings about Mary Lou coming to the dance with me. Forget it. We'll give you that idea. Well, since you're my boss at the express office and all, I've... <laughs> that has nothing to do with our private affairs, Joe. I guess the best man won out, that's all. Gosh, I... I'm sure glad you feel that way about it, Frank. Feeling the way I do about Mary Lou. All's I... fair in love and war, Joe. 
Look, uh, you won't care if I have a dance with her, will you? Of course not. After all, that's sort of up to her anyway. Sure. I guess it is at that. And now would be a good time to ask her while you're resting a bit. Sure, go ahead. Well, thanks. Oh, uh, I just thought of something. Yeah, what? Wonder if you'd mind riding down the street to the office. Won't take but a few minutes. Well, you're the boss. If you say I have well, to... Well, no, don't put it that way. I'm just asking it as a favor. I'm not sure that I locked the safe when I left a while ago. I was going down, I'll go I on, Tom, while you go in and get that dance with Mary. Well, Mom. thanks, Joe. And I'll tell her you'll be back in a short time. Hope she doesn't turn me down for that dance. I don't think she will. I'll get down to the office now. <laughs> Easy, fellas. Get up there. I went down to the express office and found the safe wasn't locked. So I locked it and then went back to the dance. Go on. The next morning, there was $5,000 missing from that safe. $5,000, huh? Yeah. They found $500 in my room at the hotel where I live. It wasn't your money? No. And I couldn't explain how it got there. Anyway, Frank Warren accused me of stealing the $5,000 from the safe. And he swore he didn't see me outside the dance hall or tell me to go down to the office. Hmm. Are there any other witnesses against you? Yeah, two. Steve Cullen and Bill Wells. Steve was a stage driver and Bill was a stage guard. What did they have to say about it? They claimed they were passing by and saw me at the safe inside taking something out. Said they didn't think anything of it until the money was missing. Who searched your room and found me $500? Warren insisted that the sheriff make the search. Warren went with him and was actually the one who found it under the mattress. The rest of the 5000 was never found. Did you tell Mary Lou at the time that you were asked to go to the express office? No. When I got back to the dance, she was still dancing, so I didn't mention it. See? I haven't seen her since that night. And I haven't had even one letter from her while I was in prison. Joe, I want you to trust me. I have a plan. Give me a week to see if it'll work. If things don't satisfy you by then, you can leave and do what you want. Frank Warren has to pay for what he did to me, mister. If you kill him, you'll hang, Joe. I know that, but I don't care. It'll be worth it as far as I'm concerned. But there are others to be considered. Now, how about it? Will you string along with Tottle and me for a week? Well, all right. But... If at the end of the week I feel like I do now, I'm going to hunt down Frank Warren and riddle him with bullets. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue our story. While talking to Joe Young, the Lone Ranger exacted a promise that Joe would stay with him and Tonto for a week. If in that time evidence wasn't brought out against Frank Warren, Joe swore he'd carry out his original purpose and kill him. Meantime, in town, the sheriff entered the express office and approached Frank Warren. Hey, Frank. Howdy, Sheriff. What's on your mind? I come in to warn you. Warn me? What about? I just got a telegram from the warden at Territorial. What's it say? Here, I'll read it to you. Listen to this. Joe Young released early today. It's my duty to warn you that he's gunning for Frank Warren. So Joe Young got out today, hmm? I'd forgotten about him. Well, looks like he hasn't forgotten you, Frank. I'm going to put a deputy down here at the express office in case he shows up and starts anything. That evening, Mary Lou Connors was busy in the kitchen of their farmhouse when her mother and father came in the back door after a trip to town. Hi, Mary Lou. Hi, Dad. Hi, Mother. Hi, Mary Lou. My, I'm tired. Oh, I've got supper almost ready, Mother. I'm glad of that. By the way, Mary Lou, I found out something in town. Oh, now, now, Ma, there's no use in you telling Never her. Never you mind, Henry. Just you keep quiet and let me do the talking. What is it you heard, Mother? That no good Joe Young has got out of prison today, that's what. Today? Oh. Now, look here, Ma. Stop I... button in, Henry. Mary Lou has got to be warned. Yeah, yeah. Joe Young has swore to gun down that nice Frank Warren, proving he's not only a thief, but that he'll hang for a murder, too. Mother, don't talk about Joe that way. It's not fair for you. What I say about him is true, and you both know it. Mary Lou could have married Frank Warren, but no. She's been mooning over that man Young ever since he was sent away. Why, it's a disgrace the way you wrote letters to him every week and all, too. Look, look, Ma, maybe Mary Lou knows what... I know what's best for my own daughter, Henry Connors. Frank Warren even went and bought a nice ranch and all, hoping he could marry Mary Lou. It's a shame the way she's treated him. And now that ex-convict who wouldn't even answer one of her letters is out to kill a nice man like Mr. Warren. I don't want to listen to any more. I'm going out. Honey, you're so I couldn't eat right now, Dad. I'm going to write a bit so I can be alone. I can't have Mother saying such things. I won't listen. I won't. Just a moment, Miss Connish. A masked man. Oh, don't be frightened. I'm not an outlaw. What do you want? I want to talk to you alone about Joe Young. About Joe? Oh, then if he's taken up with you, it means... Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've told you I'm not an outlaw. I want your help to prove Joe innocent of the charges of sending to prison. Oh, if only that could be proved. I think it can, but you must trust me. All right. All right, I will if it'll be of help to Joe. Good. I stood just outside the screen door and overheard the conversation in the kitchen just now. Is it true that you wrote to Joe every week? Well, yes. Yes, I did. But he never answered any of my letters. That's because he never received them, Miss Connors. Joe mentioned that he hadn't heard from you at all. Oh, but how could that be? Someone I... saw to it, but they didn't get to Joe. You've seen him today? Yes, I have. He's very bitter and has sworn to get back at Frank Warren. He claims framed him. I could believe that of Frank Warren. But there's no way to prove it. Perhaps there is. Joe has given me a week to try. Oh, uh, your mother said Warren bought a ranch. 
Is that true? Well, yes, it is. He bought it about six months after Joe went away. Well, Frank told Mother he borrowed the money from a bank in Pecos. I see. Miss Connors, I believe that with your help, Frank Warren is in for a big surprise. Oh, I hope so. That is, if he really is to blame. Now, listen closely while I tell you just what my plans are for proving Joe innocent. The following evening, after the supper dishes had been cleared away, Mary Lou spoke to her mother and father. Mother, I've asked someone to come here tonight. I'd like to talk to him alone. I wish you and Dad would stay in another room until he leaves. <laughs> sure thing, Mary Lou. Wait a minute, Henry. Mary Lou, I notice you said he in mentioning your expected caller. I won't allow you to have that Joe Young call here. And if it's him who's coming tonight, but I'll Mother, just... I'm not expecting Joe Young. You see, I, I've asked Frank Warren to come to talk. What? Warren? Well, of all... Frank Warren? Why, Mary Lou, that's wonderful. Of course, we'll go to another room and leave you and Frank to uh, discuss things. Oh, I'm glad to hear you come to your senses. Lost her senses, you mean? What? In my opinion, that hombre Frank Warren... Your opinion what? don't count around here, Henry, so just keep quiet. Yeah. We'll let Mary Lou have the sit room to herself. And that's that. Doesn't look like there's going to be much of a moon out tonight. Yeah, that's right, boss. Say, look, Bill and I got to sort of wondering uh, just why you had us come out here with you since you're just going to call on that Connors girl. Don't worry. I intended to tell you and Bill. You see, Steve, I'm being smart. I figured there's something funny about her calling me to come see her after five years. And with Joe Young just getting out of prison yesterday. You mean Young might have put her up to it? Haven't you come out there to get you away from the deputy, the sheriff put at the express office? Yep. So I decided to have you two come along instead of one or two of the sheriff's men. Now, both of you know Young by sight. You can plug him if he shows up. I'll feel better with him out of the way. It would be better for Bill and me, too, since we were witnesses against him five years ago. What do you want us to do? It's dark tonight. One of you can stay near the front of the house, the other near the back. All right. I want to be ready for him, just in case. A short time later, Frank Warren arrived at the Connors' farm and was in the sitting room talking to Mary Lou. I'm glad you're coming to your senses. After all, a nice girl like you couldn't be expected to tie up with someone who's been in prison. I'd rather not talk about that. <laughs> all right, we'll forget Joe Young, shall we? I don't think you will. Hey, what the... Don't move. This gun's liable to go off before I intended to. So this was a trick, huh? Mary Lou asked me out here so you could get to I asked you here so I could get the truth from you about what really happened to that money five years ago, Frank Warren. Joe can tell you that. Why, you dirty Easy, coyote. Joe. I don't know how you got in that front door, but the two men I have outside will see to it that you don't get out alive. Two men? Yeah, probably Steve Cullen and Bill Wells. The two testified against me along with Warren. Yeah, good guessing. They came to protect me. And if they shoot you down, the law won't bother us because the sheriff knows you were gunning for me. One of them's covering you from outside the window right now. I just saw his figure move out there. Yes. Yes, Joe, there is someone outside the window. I see him. But you better take a closer look, Warren. Don't be a fool. I don't... Hey, that's an Indian out there. That's right. 
Now, look at that back window, Warren. A mask, hombre. You brought an outlaw gang with you. They must have got Steve and Bill. Mary Lou, you better leave the room. You might not like to see what I'm going to do. No, wait, Mary Lou. Joe, what are you going to do? I'm going to give this dirty scheming coyote what he deserves. No, no, wait. Listen, Joe. Keep your hands up, Warren. I'll take that gun. There. Now you can't pull any tricks. Joe, Joe, you can't shoot me down in cold blood. Joe, I can't let you do this. Keep out of this, Mary Lou. I vowed to fill him with lead, even if I do hang for it later. Now's my chance. No, Joe, listen a minute. Why should I listen? I spent five long years in prison for something I didn't do. For a robbery I know you pulled and framed me for. Look, Joe, I'll make it up to you. I, I have some money. I'll get more. I'll sell my farm. Yeah, the farm you bought with the money I was accused of stealing. You can have the farm, Joe. Then you, you have... admit you framed me. That you stole that 5000 I'll admit anything, anything, if, if you just let me go. I have nothing to gain by letting you live, Warren. Now that I have this chance, I'm going to... No, kill. no, wait, wait. I'll clear your name. I'll tell them the truth that, that I framed you. Alice, oh, I will. Joe. You sniveling coyote. You put Steve and Bill up to testifying against me, too. Yes, yes. Yes, they lied. Now, look, Joe. Take the farm. You and Mary Lou can get married and Don't you Don't be it. funny. Why should she marry me? Why should I bother with her when she didn't even write to me in the past five years? I'm wasting time talking. Now I'm ready no, to please, let you... No, please, please, Joe, don't. Look, Joe, she did write. Ask her. A letter every week. I took it out of the mail sack when it came to go on the stage. So that's why Joe didn't get it. Yes, I, I framed him because of you. I wanted money so that I could offer you a farm. Joe, don't kill me. Don't kill me. You'll be a murderer. So help me, Warren, after what you told us. I'd really kill you if this gun was loaded. You mean... You mean that gun isn't loaded? That's right. Come on in, everybody. Good work, no. Joe. The sheriff and the rest of us heard everything. That's right, we did. Oh, I was so nervous I could hardly stand up. I knew you planned this with Joe, but I was afraid he might really get to the point where he'd shoot. I didn't know the gun wasn't loaded. That was a masked man's idea. When he told me I was to face Warren, I said I was liable to forget the plans and kill him. Where's Steve and Bill? Oh, we see you right up to house. We sneak up on other men. Them tied up outside. Oh, his dad and mother. I forgot you were both in the other room. We overheard everything that was said. Ma was so scared she wouldn't let me come in before. I declare I still can't believe it. Well, Sheriff, you have enough witnesses to Warren's confession. We'll handle him and the two outside all right, mister. And, Joe, I'll see that the whole county knows the truth. Thanks, Sheriff. Well, Joe, if you and Mary Lou's going to get married soon, you can move right in here. Henry, what do you... Shut up, Ma! I'm going to do the little bossing from now on. (laughs) Seems like you ain't a very good judge of people anyhow. (laughs) Come on, fellow. There goes the army to thank for this. He planned it all. That's right, he did. I think he's wonderful. And you, too, of course, Joe. Better watch out, Joe. That masked man might start pulling tricks to gain Mary Lou's favor. <laughs> Don't have to worry about that. That hombre would never pull a dirty trick on anybody. Except maybe crooks. You see, he's the Lone Ranger.
This is a product of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created and produced by George W. Trendle, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. A part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Mm-hmm.